0: When the Empire fell, it fell into war. Planets that had been held under the crushing grip of the Empire fought to free themselves, military officers and planetary governors sought to claim power for themselves, and old grudges, held in check by the Empire's overpowering military might, returned to haunt the human race. It is impossible to even guess at the sheer number of human lives snuffed out by war, or condemned to a horrific existence in the middle of a war zone, located in what was once a peaceful sector. Indeed, there was so much devastation in the former Core Worlds that putting together a viable picture of what actually happened when seems impossible. However, of all these wars, the most important was, perhaps, the Commonwealth-Wolfbane War— It is also the one where we are able to access records held by both sides in the conflict. They made an odd pair. The Commonwealth, based on Avalon, was an attempt to escape the mistakes that eventually, inevitably, doomed the Empire. It was a capitalist society based around maximum personal liberty. Indeed, unlike so many other successor states, the Commonwealth never had to force a member world to join. And it flourished. Five years after Avalon was abandoned by the Empire and the fall of Earth, it was perhaps one of the most advanced successor states in existence. Personal freedom and technological innovation went hand in hand. By sheer number of ships, the Commonwealth was puny. By technology, the Commonwealth was far stronger than it seemed. Wolfbane, by contrast, was a corporate plutocracy. Governor Brown of Wolfbane successfully secured control of the Sector's military, once he heard the news from Earth and worked hard to put the Sector on a self-sustaining footing. His skill at convincing corporate systems to work together, and his eye for talented manpower allowed him to save Wolfbane from the chaos sweeping out of the Core Worlds. Indeed, two years after the fall of Earth, Wolfbane was already expanding and snapping up worlds that would otherwise have remained independent after cutting ties with the Empire. It was natural that Wolfbane and the Commonwealth would come into conflict. In the marketplace of ideas, the Commonwealth held a natural advantage that Governor Brown could never hope to match, not without dismantling his own power base. Like other autocratic states, Wolfbane chose to launch an invasion rather than wait for their system to decay, or face violent rebellion when its population started to ask questions. The operation was carefully planned. The Commonwealth had an Achilles heel, A world called Thule. Thule was unusual in that it had a sizable minority of people who resisted the idea of joining the Commonwealth, mainly for local reasons. However, it was also an economic powerhouse that could not be disregarded. And so when the local government, faced with an insurgency that was clearly receiving support from off-world, requested Commonwealth help and support, the Commonwealth reluctantly dispatched the First Commonwealth Expeditionary Force, CEF, Under the command of Brigadier Jasmine Yamane, to uphold the planet's legitimate authority. Those who held misgivings were proved right, however, when the long dreaded war finally began. Wolfbane's forces surged across the border at several places, targeting, in particular, Thule and its industrial base. The Commonwealth Navy struggled to evacuate as much of the CEF as possible before it was too late. But a number of soldiers, including the CO, remained on the planet when the enemy ships entered orbit. They were forced to surrender. But while Wolfbane seemed to be winning the war, cracks were already appearing in the enemy's defenses.